is Daylight Magazine, coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segment designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. And the waves were high The man was walking on the water But something was Holding me back, holding me back Something was Holding me back, holding me back It's tough darkness we could barely see A paralyzing fear was falling over me It was Holding me back, holding me back Something was Holding me back, holding me back He said Come out to me segment is Reflections, written by Ebenezer Kwei and presented by Julian Amo. Give God the only and truly the only place in your life, and definitely He will take you places only heaven knows. 
give God your best, which is your only means of life. And definitely, he'll take care of the rest. Only heaven knows. Give God all the glory in all situations and circumstances. And definitely, he will let his glory on you. Only heaven knows. Give God your optimum and maximum of all your abilities. Definitely, he'll optimize and maximize you. Only heaven knows. Give God your full attention all the time without indifference. And he will definitely attend to your needs. Only heaven knows. By the grace of God, He has given us life again, and we have the opportunity to go through His Word and study for our life today. As we began this week, we are studying Paul and the Rebellion. Paul and the Rebellion. I am your host, Blazano, and with me here is our dear Pastor, Pastor Solomon Apia. Pastor, you're welcome. Thank you. We thank God for giving us another opportunity to study His Word. Today, our lesson is titled The Armor of God. The armor of God. The reality of the great controversy and that we are in a literal battle with a real enemy is revealed by Paul's use of war imagery in Ephesians chapter 6. Pastor, I want to ask the question. Whom are we fighting that we need to put on an armor? We are fighting, if you like, a real literal battle. Now, you, you would agree with me that everybody, every human being, has some battles of life that he fights. Mm. Battles that he feels that this thing is right, I have to do it, but I am not able to do it. This thing is not right, I don't want to do it, but that is what I do. It is, Mm. if you like, a literal battle that everybody is fighting. And so, like anyone who is involved in a battle, we need an armory. We need ammunitions that we would need or use to be able to combat and to be able to conquer our um, our foe. And that is what we want to study about today. We are fighting wow. a battle, but when we look at it from the great controversy perspective, Paul will tell us that it is the enemy we are fighting is not one that we can see mm-hmm. with our physical eyes. Okay. And the 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 weapons that we are using they are not 
physical weapons, but if you like, they are abstract. But we need to employ them in order to be able to win the battle over our enemy whom we cannot see physically. Wow, that is right. Thank you very much, Pastor. Dear listener, as we say, there are more of God. Pastor has drawn our attention to the point that there is a battle ongoing in our lives. Be it uh, the challenges we face in daily lives, the obstacles we face, things that are not right but we are doing them, or whatever. He said it is a real battle that we are fighting. But unfortunately, let me say, we cannot see our enemy or the opposing enemy. But he is fighting us. And by the grace of God, because God is so loving and so kind and so merciful and doesn't want to leave us alone in this battlefield, he has given us the guidelines as to how to go about it because he is our commander-in-chief. So this week's, today's lesson is drawing our attention to the armor of God. Pastor, what are the armors that we now have to put on? Is it an armor or they are armors? Paul intends to talk about a number of weapons, if you like, okay. that we can employ or we need to employ in order to win this whole battle that we are engaged in. If you study Ephesians chapter 6 carefully, mm. you realize that at least there are six different weapons that we need. Mm. But even before we go into that, chapter 6 verse 13 is very, very, very uh, interesting. We need to look at it. Okay. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 13. It uh. says that, in fact, let me start from verse 12. Verse 12 gives the premise for which Paul will now give us the armory. He says that, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Just look at the kind of description that the Holy Spirit is giving to us through Paul. This is the person we are fighting we cannot see him. It is a spiritual battle. And so, how do we win the spiritual battle? So Paul says in verse 13 that, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor. It is important that we take the whole armor. We cannot take part of the ammunition mm-hmm. and say that I need only the, the shield. I don't need the breastplate. Mm-hmm. I need only the sword. I don't need the sandals. I need only the spear. I don't need the helmet. We need to take all the armor, the whole armor. And when we have taken the whole armor, he says that that we may or ye may be able to withstand in the day of evil and having done well to stand. Now, this is important. If you take the whole armor, you'll be able to withstand in the day of evil. Okay. In other words, there is an evil day that is coming. Mm. And that day... Scripture will refer to as the day of judgment. If you have taken the whole armor of God, then you'll be able to stand in the judgment. You know that in Psalm 1, the Bible says, Blessed is the man who does not walk, who does not stand, who does not sit among sinners. Then in verse 5, it says that that blessed man, because he is righteous, it says that, therefore, the ungodly shall not be able to stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Mm. So, the one who has taken the whole armor is the one who will be able to stand in the day of judgment. And so Paul here, by telling us, by emphasizing that we should take the whole armor that we may be able to stand, and having done so, to stand, he's telling us that when we have put on the whole armor, 
then on the day of judgment, we shall be pronounced the victors in this great controversy battle we are talking about. And so, now he outlines the various okay. armory. That was that my next question. Asking you, we're talking about armor, armor, armor. What is the armor? The armor? Yes. Yes. I was saying that there are at least six different weapons that we can find in the text. Okay. Ephesians chapter 6. Mm. Now... The first one is truth. Okay. We have righteousness. Mm. We have the gospel of peace. Mm. We have faith. We have salvation. And we also have the word. Okay. Now, now these are uh, imageries. The, the, the whole armor of a soldier fully dressed in full military regalia okay. is uh, the imagery Paul is using to describe the battle that we are in. Thank you very much. God bless you, Pastor, for your wonderful explanations and I may say into the Word of God. We are also grateful unto God for His strength, His grace, and the blessings He has bestowed on us today to study His Word. The armor of God. As we bring blessing to a close, I don't know, your last words? Yes, God has loved us so much. He knows that there is a battle that is raging. He has not left us without any form of preparation and defense. He has given us the armor. All that he wants us to do is accept the armor, go into the battle, and then we'll be victorious. Because whether we like it or not, the battle is a real thing that is raging in everybody's life. And we need to win the victory. If you lose this battle, it is because you chose to lose it. Cheers, listener, to meet again. For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on Plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana. We will expect your feedback. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you. Jehovah Ray.
majesty, we will bow before his throne. We will worship him in righteousness, we will worship him alone. Is the moment of truth. Watching for you and for me. Good morning, listener. This is the moment of truth. I'm your humble servant, Dazi Ernest. Before we go on to today's sermon, I would like us to have a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for our life today too. It has been your mercy, protection, and guidance. You've brought us back to listen to your word. So speak to our hearts this morning. Hide your servant behind the cross and teach us your word. In Jesus' name, amen. My brethren, this moment we will consider a theme and a very strong theme called Christ, the ladder to heaven. I have entitled today's sermon as Christ, the ladder to heaven. When we talk of Christ being the ladder to heaven, Christ is the ladder here because before sin came to earth, there was full communion between earth and heaven. That is, God was communicating with our first parents, Adam and Eve. But since sin entered into our world through our first parents, that communication gap became distorted. That is why I'm standing on the point to say Christ is the ladder to heaven. Our memory verse is taken from Genesis chapter 28, verse number 12. And I read, And he dreamt, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And look at this account. It's the account of Jacob. When he was traveling, where he got tired, he decided to stay and rest for a while to continue his journey the next day. It was there that he had a dream that on top of the dream or in the dream he saw God standing on top of the ladder that he was 
being shown. And on top of the ladder, angels were moving to and fro. And after the dream, he asked a lot of questions, asking why. Then he named that place for just for him to remember that, yes, God did something in his life at that area. It is the same thing that our sin have cut or have made a lot of potholes between heaven and earth. The interconnection between heaven and earth now a day is no more as formal before sin entered our world today. Up to the moment of man's transgression of God's law, there had not been free communication. That is, all communication before sin entered our world was between God and his children. There were free communication between God and his children. But immediately sin entered our world, that communication gap between God and his children, that is between heaven and earth, became too large that man cannot even stretch out and walk towards his creator. They were connected by a path which transgressed light through their path. But the transgression of God's law broke that path and man was separated from God. Because our first parents sinned against God, that communion between them and God, they lost it. Now we can find between we and our Creator a lot or a very big gap. That is, we cannot communicate with Him because there is a whole lot of damages committed before us that we need to repair. We cannot repair these damages on our own. That is why Jesus Christ came into our place to die for us. Every link which bound earth to heaven and man to the infinite God seemed broken at the very instant when Adam and Eve sinned against their creator. Man must look into heaven, but how could he attain the former communion relationship with his father? But we have a great hope and joy to the world that the Son of God, the sinless one, the perfect one in obedience, became the channel through which lost communion may be regained. Jesus Christ became the ladder for you and I so that we can stand and walk through Jesus Christ up to heaven so that you and I can stand before our Father and communicate with Him so that we can put all our need, all our petitions before Him. So Jesus Christ has served as a ladder between the path that our former parents, our first parents, created between heaven and earth. So we are walking on Jesus as a ladder to heaven. Through Jesus means substitute and surety. That is why Jesus has become the ladder for you and I today to just walk on him so that we will be able to attain victory into heaven. The ladder is the medium of communication between God and man. Through the mystic ladder, the gospel reached from earth and the glory of God was seen above the ladder. So Christ is the, in his divine nature rich man who fell at the very instant where we sinned against him. Through Christ, we are now able to communicate with heaven. And everything, every tidbit of our prayer request is being answered just because Christ had breached or has seized that gap 
which our former parents, our first parents, did create between you and I, between heaven and earth. So brethren, it is our main aim to walk on this ladder faithfully so that we get to heaven. This moment, the Lord is calling you to abide in him, walking on the ladder straightforward, and it will help maintain the gap between heaven and earth, between man and God, so that we, his children, can commune and have our prayers being answered. Thank you, dear, once again, for the message God has given you today. I know it's going to have a great impact on you. Let us have a word of prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for a moment. As you've shown us that, yes, indeed, you've become a ladder that on you, when we tread, we get to heaven. As Jacob saw the ladder, Lord, let us see you and know that, yes, indeed, you stretch out yourself between the gap which our first parent did create. Help us each and every moment to get the access to communicate with you. Thank you for an answered prayer. Amen. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or 244 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box A5595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>